Welcome to the Joyful Learning Podcast. I'm Melanie Kovac, your host. What does the future of learning look like? And how can we make it joyful? The future is already here. It's just not yet evenly distributed, as the famous quote by William Gibson says. In this podcast, you'll hear from the innovators and entrepreneurs in education, the movers and shakers who are building the future of learning. Today, I talk with Janine Fuchs. She is the co-founder of WeShip Tech, the network for more diversity and inclusion in tech and innovation. She also has her own graphic design studio and is the co-initiator of CoLab, the forerunner of Impact Hub Zurich. We talk about the role communities play in learning and how WeShip Tech fosters learning with their various events like Lunch and Learns. She shares how they brought their live events online throughout the last months due to COVID-19. And last but not least, we envision how the educational system might look like in 50 years' time. And why we definitely don't want to have a chip implanted instead of learning. I'm very happy to have you here today, Shanine. Welcome. Thank you, Melanie. I'm also very happy. Thanks for inviting me. Great to have you. So first question, when you were a girl growing up, what did you want to be when you grew up? Well, thanks to you, I remembered that... Um, I wanted to be a secretary when I was little. <laughs> you know how it is, you get the inspiration, first of all, from your parents. And my father was a banker and my mother an English teacher. And at one point, I mean, that was what I knew, the two professions that I knew. So I always thought it would be great to be a secretary, to have all these papers on the table and be a very, you know, very busy with important stuff. and. You know, I, I like that. <laughs> I love that picture. <laughs> oh, that's wonderful. Yeah, yeah. Later on, um, the idea changed a little bit. I, uh, um, I noticed I had a very a strong creative streak in myself. So I was very much into music and into art, both. Likewise, actually, I uh, really I played the piano a lot on a very good level. And, and also the design streak and then at one point I, I had to choose I said what I'm going to do am I going to be a musician or am I going to be an artist or a designer and and then I I chose the the design path because it was just that path that I could imagine how I could earn money with music I wasn't sure you know what what profession apart from a teacher what profession do you actually do if you're a musician that was as far as my imagination went so I chose that. Beautiful. And then, mm -hmm. so, and then you studied art, right? Or, or yes, design? Then I, you know, exactly. Then I came into the design world, into the graphic design and also photography world. And then I really, I saw the opportunities and I also saw that I can make a living with what I'm good at. And that was a very good, important moment in my life when I, yeah, this perspective opened up in front of me. Beautiful. And then... Take me a bit further. How, how did it happen that you started WeShape Tech? Yes, that was in 2016. The year before, I, I gave birth to my daughter, Maria. And at that point, I was on maternity leave and, you know, getting prepared and going back to work. And really, um, I, was looking, I was on the lookout for inspiration because, it, you know, it's a very, like, kind of turning point in the life. In, it was a turning point in my life. So then I had the idea oh, I could I could make, uh, make a lead, uh, meet up for 
designers, for example, and then I started talking to people around it, around, about it. And, and then you know how it is when the word spread is. I got connected with another UX designer who always, also was interested in, in organizing a meetup. And in the end, we were three, three women and we were talking a little bit and finally we decided to found a, a network for diverse professions all related to tech like you know marketeers developers designers ux designers and product managers etc and then that was when we founded we shape tech as a network great and for the ones who don't know we we ship tech yet mm -hmm. tell us a little bit what you do if we ship tech what's your vision why it mm -hmm. exists so basically we ship techs uh, the network or in the meantime, also a platform for more diversity in technology, in the field of technology and innovation. And we, we feel that uh, if on the consumer side, you have 50% women, 50% men who enjoy and perceive technical pro products. It's also important that in the, in the background where these products are developed, there's also 50% women and 50% mm -hmm. men. So you don't want to lose any perspectives on the way. So this is the main driver of the movement. And in order to achieve this 50% uh, of both genders, we uh, have probably a, a certain stress on the, or, or a certain focus on the empowerment and uh, network aspect for, for the women. But our events that we do... <laughs> <laughs> are all are all for uh, for women and men and also it depends largely on the topics uh, if men or women or both approach the events so we're very open there our vision for the future is that we don't need to talk about gender at all <laughs> the vision is that you know it's anyway 50 50 percent in all all tech jobs all tech related areas and that would be yeah that's actually what we're aiming for we hope sooner than later. Yes. So, so we ship tech used to be all about live events <laughs> until yes. uh, recent events changed that. So tell us a little bit, what kind of events do you do and why, and how are they connected to learning? Mm -hmm. So I can, I can share a couple of like titles of the events, because I think that'll, that'll help to, to give a a picture of what we're doing so for example we had a, a community event on on the topic of product management another one on the, the future trends of urban mobility and a role model event then we had a crash course on machine learning and ai this was an, an interactive uh, workshop where you know with hands-on possibilities to get into a topic actually by doing and life cycle of innovation all sorts um, of topics. So sometimes it, it's the topic that makes us, you know, gives us the initial moment of, hey, we would like to do an event on this. Or sometimes it's also a community member that actually approaches us. And this is the format we call community events when, when the, the, a community member actually organizes an event and we provide for the network and all the communication around it. So. It's, uh, it's actually, WeShape Tech is uh, the initiator of many things, but also in collaboration with our communities. So it's very a bottom up movement as well as, yeah. Very much community driven. So yes, yes. you believe there is a lot of wisdom and skills 
in the community and huge and potential in the community yeah how big is the community currently well overall we have about 1700 sort of contact but uh, the people that actually join events it's very it's very specific uh, you know how it is in zurich there's many events many different possibilities to take part and we realize that that the the community that actually turns up at the events very much it's very much about the guests and also the topic so mm -hmm. it's not like hey we ship decks does any event everyone will turn up so it so really the the community can be very can can make their choice and and this is also very very good it's a very good challenge for us to really also bring to the point what we actually want to do with this event etc oh yeah so we ship tech is also not just in zurich right so where else is is we ship tech so we ship tech has uh, three chapters at the moment one in the area of la Colonna, one in uh, basel and Bern as well not so much on the active side at the moment but yeah and there's one or two in the pipeline but not really not really possible to mention that yet but basically anyone can open a chapter with WeShape Tech um, as long as we we feel this person has a really a strong driver and, and a, a big idea about what she wants to do big vision of what she or he wants to initiate with us oh that's great to know also a call <laughs> call for, <laughs> for interest <laughs> yes whoever is listening and and feels called to do this can contact you we'll we'll link your contact in the show notes cool so talking about communities and learning what role do you believe can communities play in in learning well i think it's actually that one point that we we already like touched a little bit so if you have a community with such a such diverse members and uh, everyone has her his or her speciality you have a huge potential um, you kind of i think it's also maybe easier to learn from from closer peers it's, it's, uh, knowledge gets that suddenly it gets very accessible you have different initiation points like for example the network can be the driver that you're interested in a topic or the topic itself can be a initial point of interest i think that's quite nice about the community that you have more access points to what you want to learn how your professional development can take a path so it's very autonomous movement really you know we don't have any top down here you have to do this course now but everyone decides for themselves oh i would like to look into this i would like to broaden my knowledge on this area or i'll just take a sneak preview of this just to it's also about cultivating um, a relationship to topics that you don't really know and i think a community can help help you to to be very much closer to these topics than you would be otherwise yeah, I mean, I, I do love seeing people who are passionate about the topic and, and I think it, it's so inspiring to learn from mm -hmm. them uh, about the topic that I would probably have never stumbled upon otherwise. Yes, certainly. And I think what there's one format we have in our newsletter, it's like the role model interview. It's like every month we, we have this interview with this one tech person and we ask, we ask her or him, you know, what was your way into tech? And you can really see how, how different these paths can be, how much, yeah, how, how many, like sometimes there's also a little bit of coincidence or 
you know, opportunities that were taken at the right point. And it's, it's totally good to, to perceive these different ways and see that there's not the one way to do something, but that, you know, and also that it's, it's you yourself who shapes your, your career and follow your interests and your abilities. And, and it's just uh, very nice to look at it this way. Yeah, it's so interesting, right? Like back when I was in in high school, like all this uh, IT world was was kind of not an option for me to get into. Mm-hmm. And it's it's great to see how people like how their careers developed also to see the different possibilities. Yes, certainly. What was the the point where you actually caught fire? That's that's the good that's a good moment, isn't it? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So I know, so we've been talking that you do a lot of uh, live events normally Mm -hmm. (laughs) until uh, COVID-19 hit. And so you've brought your courses online. And I'm really curious to hear a bit more how you did that what you learned by doing so, maybe what you would do different in the future and, and how the mm-hmm. feedback was. Yeah, so that was a really interesting moment. I mean, also to us, it came, it caught us by a surprise, lockdown and everything, reorganization. But it was interesting because we can look at this uh, question from two points of view. Like One is like the organization, like the board members, how they organize themselves, you know, inside of We Ship Tech, but then also how we provide for our events for the community so when you look I'll start off with the board itself because we basically just carried on doing what we did before mm-hmm. as we anyway all work remote together um since we all have day jobs and we ship tech is our yeah you know our passion really next to the day job mm-hmm. so we we anyway have a certain remote aspect to what we're doing and we meet bi-weekly and organize all our stuff and uh, so that that was interesting to see. We just carried on, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> and and suddenly I, I really I could I could sense how how important these board members are to me. You know how how the value of the of the network of having having this. Yeah, as I'm self-employed, otherwise mm-hmm. uh, I feel the network gives me many many aspects. So that was one really nice point. And then we figured out what do we do for our community and how can we find you know, a solution? So, so like everyone else, we, we started to go online. We, had, we have this format, lunch and learn format, mm-hmm. which is a mixture of, it's like a little, it's a, it's a short session, one hour where a role model presents herself as a person and her career, but then also dives into a topic, her speciality. So it's a speciality profession linked to a certain personality. It's very nice. First of all, it's a lot of like empowering or sharing in it, and then also knowledge sharing, and that's that's really important to us. So, so we we want every community member to to go come out of this session and have at least five learnings, kind of easy accessible learnings that she can take with, and she feels up. Oh, she has a new, she has a, an impulse, you know, an initiation initiation point to start something or getting into a topic or so so um this is what we we initiated and then i mean we also didn't have any experience on this like many others so what do you do you just try it out and that that was just cool 
the four board members, we, you know, it's kind of the excitement. Oh, let's, let's just do it and see how it goes. And, and that's what we did. We had, yeah, uh, I don't know, not a huge audience, but um, enough to test. So we, we just drove it. We just led the first session. And once we finished the session, we, we, the next thing we did was put up a feedback document and write all our learnings you know what can we do better and so on and I really I love this way of, of working it's just it's just so you know hands-on and yeah it's just good vibe to to also see hey everyone's learning now is there is there something you learned by going online something some mistakes you maybe did or some things that you then adapted yeah. yes I mean some surprises sort of popped up couple of things you know everyone comes into the zoom meeting and it's so quiet until it starts and you're not sure you know am I the only one here or there any <laughs> it's, it's a little bit <laughs> this, weird, <laughs> this weird situation and I and I think God, I wonder you know couldn't we do something different to to not have that you know make people feel comfortable and that you know that they're actually welcome etc so that was one point we said oh we need to do something against that and then the other point is that we think it's very important that you actually know who's taking part beside of you and, and that's an interesting point because we figured out that if we ask the people to drop their name profession and and city into the chat you you actually at the end of the day you have more information about all your peers than you then you have at a life event because never ever am I a life event and I know every single person in the room you know where does she come from what she mm -hmm. doing I never I never know that so so I think that's also that's maybe one aspect that the remote um the the remote session can can actually give in addition to a normal event so that was a something we started doing so when you when you arrive drop your name and you know some facts into the chat oh I love that yeah yeah i think it's good i mean when i'm on a life event i just hear you know maybe the person left and right from me i mean when when are you whenever are you at an event and you know from every single person in the room where she's from what she does i mean it's it's really more information that you have from a usual situation and also it gives you a sense of hey i was there i was taking part at the event because otherwise i mean you could turn up at a remote session you can even not switch your video on and you disappear mm -hmm. at one point, you know, and it's like as if it's never happened. And I think uh, it's also for, for yourself, you know, you can make yourself an, a, part, a part of the event. So mm -hmm. that's nice. And another interesting also, you know, the, you try to create some interaction because that's otherwise, you know, missing more than when you're in a room together. So at the end of a session, we like to ask uh, the community, what's your takeaway? What's your next action? So, so it's also very good to hear from your peers and also to reflect for yourself what has happened inside, you know, what, what do I really want to get into? What do I want to do now? Or did I learn something that I definitely want to change? And that's just a good, good moment to share because it can also provide for a lot of inspiration for the, for the others. Or you, you can also maybe get a, an image of yourself, you know, where do I stand at the moment in regards to the rest? Or Yeah, I love that. reflection point, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, because I also talked with Bilge Abbach from WeWent on, mm -hmm. on the podcast about, you know, how do you manage 
to make passive learning active. And I believe that this is exactly one way to do it, right? You, you make people reflect and even discuss in the end, like, what's their takeaway? Yes, exactly. Yeah. And, it's, and it's a great thing to hear, to hear from the others, because that's like another step on top, isn't it? To yeah. reflect on top. And, um, mm-hmm. and it's, it's sometimes when I do this in my courses or workshops, I find it amazing how everybody takes away something different. Yeah. Right? Yeah, like how, is, how yeah. people can pay attention to such different things uh, or, or different things are relevant for them at this point in time. Yeah. Yeah. That's very fascinating, actually, because you don't really realize that in a usual, yeah, in a usual moment. You wouldn't realize that. But then, yes. Yeah. It also it's, it shows you where you stand. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So talking about breakout sessions or in general exercises, mm-hmm. I'm very curious whether you can share with our listeners an exercise that you do at WeShape Tech, be it online or, or at the live event, maybe a fun one or something to break the ice. I heard in other podcasts that they make people dance. And so <laughs> I love that when Serena t- said, told you that in her podcast, they're like, I, we don't dance. <laughs> but uh, I loved it anyway. Well, we have, we have a couple of, you know, these, like, like these networking activities when we, when we ask community members to go in group, in, in, in pairs, and then share their yes and no moments of the last week. On the mm-hmm. last month, or for example, also share their goals and success, etc., for the future. So I think this is always a very nice moment, and I prefer to do these in smaller, like smaller groups, not with the whole. I think it can be a little bit intimidating for certain people to 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 have a nice break, yeah, in the in the whole group. But when you, I think, when you already relate to one or two people, you you kind of um, relate to the group differently. So mm-hmm. I think. I think it's a good starting point to not overwhelm you know, anybody in the beginning. And yeah, I once was in a session where everyone had to take out their keys and uh, sort of explain what the keys were for. I, I mean, I, I really like them. Basically, you only need some kind of um, motivation to, to get information out of the person. You don't really need a great uh, idea, really, do you? Just some starting point. Yeah, conversation starter. Com- yeah, exactly, yeah. Nice, I like them. And I, I've, I've experienced these uh, sessions that you do and I think it's very personal what people share right away and you feel right away, you feel connected to the people. Mm-hmm. That's actually one point that you, we, that's what we, sometimes we call that the spark that happens at a life event, you know, when you, because we realize that, that the people are, are very, it's an intimate atmosphere. People are very uh, prepared to, to let themselves into the situation and and that was the big fear you know can we achieve this with an online mm-hmm. event and i can't i mean i can't totally say that yes it's the same i, I don't think it's totally the same so I, if, if it's possible at one point to, to turn back to the life events i think i wouldn't want to miss it and i would even take in consideration to just make the event smaller i don't don't care about you know two larger groups i think it's it's a quality that counts so these um, dialogues and, and good moments. So what have you planned for your community going forward? So on the 26th of August, we're planning an, uh, an event with SRF and it'll be uh, a workshop on A-B testing. 
and uh, the title is how to make the best digital product for SRF users. So test and learn with A-B testing. So it'll be all about, all about that and, and interesting maybe to get a, an insight into how SRF, you know, as an organization, how they, how they work and, you know, create a touch point with them. And also the area of, of A-B testing is uh, very interesting to look into. So that's what's on uh, August 26th. And then in November coming up, that's the uh, next larger event, which is not clear yet if it's uh, online or offline. That'll be a, a role model career leadership event in a larger format. And in between, we just uh, carry on with our, you know, the easy accessible lunch and learn formats. One hour, one hour of input over lunch, inspiration and having different topics and, and personalities talking about what they do so nice and that, people can can sign up for your newsletter uh, yes exactly thank you very much for pointing out that it's, uh, yeah our monthly newsletter is the best uh, the best really format to do, get informed about our activities and also get inspiration on the whole topic of diversity and technology um, nice we'll link it in the show notes so people can mm -hmm. find it so towards the end, I always ask my guests to ask me a question for my next guest. And mm -hmm. last up, I had Christian from Tichi, and mm -hmm. he asked me to ask you, what do you believe the educational system will look like in 50 years time? 50 years? That's <laughs> a bit crazy. <laughs> crazy question. <laughs> oh my god um okay oh god in 50 years i mean you know if you ask me for the next 10 years i would just say hey it would be certainly i mean i would be at the moment more democratic easy access and accessible and you know everyone can educate themselves uh that's what what i would tell you now but in 50 years i mean this sounds like some crazy do we have to learn or do we just insert a chip? <laughs> <laughs> you know, maybe we, yeah, I don't know. What do you think? I mean, how long will the Joyful Learning podcast <laughs> carry on? Because in 50 years, you might, you know, you might. <laughs> yeah, in 50 years, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll be 82. <laughs> <laughs> still Joyful Learning. <laughs> well, I hope that I will still be learning right because learning keeps you young and exactly. uh, lifelong learning exactly yeah but uh, i don't know about the podcast to be honest i i wouldn't want to miss the experience of learning something you know of of um, perceiving that uh, that you know that moment of, of spark where you think, oh, i i want to get into that or this because you know if it would be as easy as that to just choose choose a chip and you know, okay, now I know everything about this topic, but there's there's nothing joyful about that, is there? You know, yeah. I think <laughs> I think that's that's really something I I wouldn't want to miss, and it's uh, I think it's also important to find your mindset that is, uh, as you say in your podcast, it's it's a joyful experience to learn something new. It's also a playful experience, and you know, forget about all the pressure and everything that. Can, can really also stop you from learning something. So try and, and develop a certain mindset to learn and allow yourself to learn, you know? Well, that, that sounds actually though like a beautiful vision for 
how the educational system could look like in 50 years, right? Uh, yeah. Less pressure or no pressure and... and less pressure, joy. but more, in, you know, inspiration access points. That's the value, really. Nice. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, uh, let's see whether we do another podcast in 50 years and see <laughs> where we're at then. <laughs> I will. Well, yeah, I will, I will listen to it if I'm still here. <laughs> Well, yeah, it will basically be for me, hopefully grandkids in school then, right? Well, so Shanine, do you have a question for my next guest around learning or education? I do, I do because I always, um, I mean, it's a question we're anyway into at We Shed Tech, but also me personally, you know, the, the question of who's your role model. I mean, I know it's a pretty normal question, but on the other hand, I, I really believe there's role models that can can be very you know relevant for you in a certain stage of life doesn't have to be the the role model of your life but at least it, you know different stages in your life can request different role models so that's the question i would like to ask next candidate so you know where are you now who's your role model at the moment what are you aiming at what was that moment of inspiration you picked up from this person beautiful that, yeah I'll happily ask that to the next person well thank you very much Janine for joining me on the joyful learning podcast thank you Melanie it was a great pleasure really likewise thank you so much for listening to the joyful learning podcast I hope you enjoyed this episode now head over to melaniekovac.com there you find the show notes with all the resources that we mentioned in this episode. You get to connect to the guest speakers and you can join the conversation and the community around joyful learning. Let's make learning joyful again. See you soon.